everybody welcome back to another episode of spiritual gangsta certified i am your host illy vish and mercury retrograde is here i'm not going to encourage anyone to freak out or be disheartened or anything negative regarding this retrograde um first up we have a little talk from me encouraging you how to make the best of not only the energy of Mercury retrograde in Pisces, but the new moon in Pisces, and then Uranus moving back into Taurus. So stay tuned for that. And then after that, we have Gemini Brown's weekly astral forecast, and he lets us know what's going on in the cosmos, how to deal with it, and you know, how to make the best of it. So you guys sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. So, hey, this is Illy Vish, and thank you for listening to another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. I am really kind of digging the energy right now, even though um, I'm, I'm hearing from people and they're not liking it. And I totally get it. Um, we are in the midst of a lot of interesting astrological weather so to speak okay um whew. so as i'm recording this um mercury is about to go retrograde it's at its 29th degree um today it will go retrograde it is in pisces we have been dealing with mercury in pisces since february 10th and Mercury entering Pisces was a big deal anyway, just off of the strength that, well, Mercury rules Virgo, and that's Pisces' opposite sign. So Mercury doesn't like being in Pisces. Mercury is about mental processes, um, our communication. You know, it's a lot more logic-based. Pisces is feeling, intuition, emotional. So when Mercury is in Pisces itself, we have to find a way to strike a balance. Because if you think about the Virgo-Pisces axis, they're both the same energies, just at different poles, okay? So they have similarities. But you have to strike a balance during this time because it becomes a head versus heart thing almost. You need to understand about astrological weather. Anyone that's trying to kind of learn to navigate life by understanding astrology, you have to get that opposition's cause for balance. And with the ruling planet of Virgo in its opposite side of Pisces, that's a natural call to strike balance during this period. So beginning on February 10th, we got thrust into this energy where you don't want to be too logical. A lot of people will try to fight what they feel or fight their intuition and then just shift all the way over to logic, you know, and then some people might just drown in their feelings. You gotta find a balance. If you want to be like a spiritual G and really understand what you should be doing from moment to moment based on the astrology of things, you know, 
it helps to understand that periods that get looked at like, oh my God, the dreaded Mercury retrograde or any transits in a certain sign, they do not have to be these like terrible experiences. Yes, there is a propensity for shit to go awry. And to be honest with you, you, it's all about your thinking, okay? If you look at it this way, all the people who aren't even aware of what's going on, they were just kind of like, they go with whatever direction the energy of the universe is pulling them. There's going to be a lot of those people who are going to be out of whack anyway. Don't join them. You know what's going on. So you know this is a time to strike balance. You know, not to live at extremes. You don't want to be too emotional and lost and stuff. But then again, you you don't want to shut those emotions off. Because Pisces is an emotional sign, but it also is an intuitive sign. If you just operate solely on logic, you're going to miss some intuition that is, like, there to help you. Like, I don't understand when people decide not to rely on other methods of their actual body speaking to them in moments. It's, listen, it goes deep, but that's a whole conversation for another day. So this week is just, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a little biased. I have a natal Mercury in Pisces and I have it retrograde. So like, welcome to my world, y'all. <laughs> this is how I feel all the time. But um, I still feel as though I'm using this energy to the you know best of my ability and finding this balance and things. Shoot, I almost feel like anyway, my whole life is about balance. Anybody who's a Libra or Libra rising, y'all feel me. Even Libra moons. Um, but especially Libra rising, I feel like we don't have to be fearful now, but we should just be knowledgeable. That's, that's pretty much it. And with Mercury going retrograde today, I just want to remind everybody Mercury retrograde is not over when it stops going retrograde. Mercury retrograde is not over till April 16th. Just, I'm not even going to name the date that it stops going retrograde at this point because there's no I don't really well for the more advanced there's a reason to focus on that date but in general to people I just want you to understand that this influence is impactful until April 16th okay um because we're going to recover all the ground when Mercury moves direct again that it retrograded over so we're going to still be going over the same pathway so it's all pertinent I hope that in some way if you don't have like um maybe things lined up in your life the way that you would like them to be that you use some of this Piscean energy to your advantage a way that you can do that I feel especially since you'll hear during Mercury retrograde people talk about how you should do the re's this is a time to like re-go over re-renew renegotiate renegotiate excuse me wow I just made up a word (laughs) um seriously take your time slow down there's a reason for that and that's why I always say that retrograde is necessary we need it no matter how much people don't like it we need it we definitely need it we need it because 
there have to be times where we slow down and, and, and really have to consider things differently or reconsider things. Because if you just forward motion all the time and you don't take time to check on what's going on, I feel like that's a recipe for disaster. So if you can stop looking at Mercury retrograde as some sort of like dreaded time, a lot, a lot will be open to you. A lot will be open to you. You'll be able to navigate this like a badass. So let's, let's navigate this like a badass. Um, you can, at this point, think about things that um, you might have wanted to put into motion before, things that you might have started, things that maybe you didn't start. Re-examine these areas. Can you tweak them? Are they still in alignment with what you would ultimately like to do and achieve? Is this something you still see for yourself? And if it is something that you still see for yourself, what does that look like? What does it look like? Now, everybody will be like, oh... Well, they say don't start nothing new during the net- the retrograde. Uh, yeah, yeah, kinda, I guess. But like I said, you're reaching back into you, into the depths of you, to what you've wanted, re-examining that, seeing if it matches up with where you are now. And if it doesn't, I'm not gonna tell you, oh, you can't imagine a new life for yourself. That would be stupid, especially during Pisces season. But again, remember, you gotta strike that balance. The reason it's important to be able to use Pisces energy to think about what you want and imagine it and see it and feel it is because no one or nothing that's ever been invented or done by a human didn't start in their imagination in their mind by them being able to see it. That's just the truth. So as much as Pisces gets the bad rap for being like delusional, that's the negative vibration of Pisces. Yes, that exists. Um, But it's Neptune ruled all about the imagination, baby. From great things come from the imagination. Use that. Use this to your advantage. Use this energy to like really get in tune with yourself. Push the energy inward to you. That's what the retrograde's doing anyway. So, you know, we also don't really, I guess, get enough, give enough credit to emotions in general in society. Like, if you say the word emotional to somebody, it's like you're talking bad about them. (laughs) It's become an insult. It's become like just... It's a bad thing. So, like, with this negative connotation that gets put on it, you know, I don't think people use emotions wisely. And they can. They most definitely can. We all can. You know, oh, you're in your feels, you're in your emotions. I've said this before. Nah, you can use this Pisces energy in a completely different way that will essentially propel your biggest dreams for yourself outward. If you are feeling uncomfortable right now because you're not where you want to be or not doing what you would like to do, re-examine what your life is and what you want it to be. Focus on how you can take like 
how you can take small steps right now to just feel what you want. Not even about the building it part or anything. That Just actually getting in tune with that. Vibrating with it. You know? You can, you can definitely benefit from this energy. And then... <sighs> Tomorrow at 4.13 a.m., we're going to have Uranus finally move forward out of its retrograde in Aries into Taurus. And this is a big deal because this is a long transit. Now, I actually started this podcast when Uranus first went into Taurus last May. And there's so much that we can learn from Uranus and Taurus. There's so much that's going to happen during this transit. And it's interesting to me. <clears throat> so, you know, Taurus energy, um, sex house, Pisces energy. They're both receptive energies. That's another important thing to look at when you're comparing different things that are going on. Is an energy more projective? Or is it more receptive? Like, these qualities exist for a reason because of how they work within nature. And Uranus and Taurus, since Taurus is, like, associated with food, I I think food innovation, it has to do with value. So we're talking money that you make. So changes with money, finances, how do people make money? Um, You could think of it, too, because of Taurus ruling, you know, what we value, like what we actually value, there's going to be changes with that that come about. But then if we look at the qualities of Uranus and the qualities of Taurus, they don't really get along. Uranus rules Aquarius. Aquarius is a positive or masculine sign. It projects energy. It projects innovation, abrupt, sudden change, things like that. And Taurus is a fixed earth sign. It does not want to move. Taurus, the bull, let's think, let, let's think logically about this. A bull, you can't make a bull move unless it wants to move. But once a bull is moving, you can't make it stop unless it wants to stop. So if you think about meshing the energy of innovation and sudden change with I don't want to move unless I want to move what do you get? Well you get being pushed out of your comfort zone we are going to have until 2026 under this influence and I'm telling you if you want to kind of foresee how the things you imagine and go over and renegotiate with yourself about what you want to manifest for yourself. Just, you know, the review of all that. I feel like a lot of people are going to have to just become comfortable with the concept that they're going to have to be pushed out of their comfort zones in order to do the work to make that shit happen. As long as you're willing to be open to new things, You can make something happen for yourself during this transit. That's the way that I'm reviewing it. Um, I feel like a lot of times when we're talking about different things that can happen, some people get a little 
um, overwhelmed. And, you know, especially if, if you're having money issues, <laughs> you know, and things like that, and you want to improve in that area of your life, and then I'm telling you, oh, well, you're going to have to be pushed out of your comfort zone to get it. That may be a distressing feeling to some people. This is where I want people to start recognizing their patterns and the relationships to money. Like, this is worth a rabbit hole worth going down for yourself. Like, it's definitely worth it. You have to get in tune with how you view money. You have to get in tune with how you view wealth. You even have to get in tune with how other people, how you feel about other people having money. I've read so many different things and listen to so many different talks on views towards money. And there's one thing that seems to connect between all of the best things I've ever come across about that. And one of them is, if you have any like resentment towards rich people or people who are wealthy, have a lot of money, you're probably not going to make a lot of money. (laughs) It's just not going to happen. Because you still have a limiting thought about money that has to do with your negative opinions about rich people. And if you don't consider yourself on their level, well then why would you ever achieve it? Your brain is powerful. This is why it's important not to get too stuck in your head too during the season if stuff like this is coming up for you. Because a lot of people just kind of look at stuff like, okay, well, I got to work harder so I can get more. I've got to... You know, I've got to get more jobs. Sometimes that's the answer, yes. But what if you're the type of person who's already working yourself to death and your idea is in order for me to have more money, I've got to work harder. The thought of that sounds like an absolute like gut-wrenching death to you. Like, when are you going to have time to do that? Where where are the hours going to come from? There's no more hours in a day. So it's not that you gain more hours in a day when you change your view to money. It's just you relax you calm down and you're able to figure out how you can align yourself with the vibration of more having making more money by doing a few things number one you have to be grateful for what you have and remain an open vessel to the abundance of the universe if you're closed off about money and think it's scarce and don't you know are miserly with it i'm not saying there's anything wrong with saving but there's a distinct difference between being miserly and like saving appropriately like it's all an energy when you think of a miser i bet you don't have a positive picture in your head but if you think of a bank you do and money gets saved there right it's it's crazy it's all a vibration but so that's the first thing that's going to happen tomorrow that i think you should be like really really aware of with you know uranus moving forward into Taurus and then it's also happening on the same day as the new moon in Pisces and the new moon in Pisces I have a lot of different thoughts about this so new moons of course occur when the sun and the moon are conjunct so the new moon in Pisces is going to occur I'm doing eastern standard time here for any um, eastern time excuse me for anybody listening um it's going to occur march 6th at 11 04 a.m 
So we'll have the Sun in Pisces, Moon in Pisces, Neptune in Pisces, Vesta in Pisces, and then Mercury retrograde at 29 degrees of Pisces. Whole lot of Pisces energy. Whole lot. <laughs> like, um, and then the sun and the moon are in sextile to Saturn. Now, I keep reminding people that Saturn's at home in Capricorn. I'm not doing this to be annoying. I'm doing this because I think sometimes as we're looking at new transits that are happening, we're forgetting about the ones that are going on simultaneously. And we should not do that because these are parts of a whole. Um, remember with Saturn and Capricorn, if you work in integrity and do the work you're supposed to do, Saturn will reward you. If you do not, Saturn will not reward you. So as I'm telling people to be in their heads about what is it that you see for yourself? Are you still in in alignment with the visions and dreams that you've had for yourself over the years or last month or last week or whenever? Are you still there? There's also this sense of not forgetting that you have to work in integrity and whatever it is that you're thinking about and dreaming about for yourself, it has to actually seem possible for you. It has to actually seem workable. That's Saturn and Capricorn is going to remind us that. Is this energy workable? Like, is this something you, you can actually do? I don't want, see, you can, you can veer into the territory of being too Piscean with this energy and kind of drowning when you lose this grounding sextile influence. Now, I mean, it's within a three-degree orb, but I still think it's important um, with Saturn here. Saturn is helping you build something, see something for yourself that you can actually materialize, that you can actually do the steps and the work to reach, that you'll actually plan the way that you should, manage the way that you should later on, you know, structure the way that you should it has to be something see for yourself what you can actually build that's what I'm picking up from this new moon energy okay like it's important to feel but it's also important to be practical there's that balance you definitely have to strike that balance if for any reason, of course, too, because Neptune is also within one degree of the moon and the sun. So this is like a super dose of Pisces energy. Lest we forget, the Neptune influence here is like giving extra, extra, extra Pisces energy to this new moon. So again, I'm going back to the theme of balance. You have to to be sure and make sure because Saturn is also sextiling Neptune. You have to be integrous. You, if you're dreaming for yourself, if your dream includes not following the steps and running all over people and all that, you're setting yourself up for failure. So I'm just going to caution everybody This is a new moon, I feel, that calls for you to really look at your integrity while at the same time renegotiating or reviewing with yourself exactly what you need to do or see for yourself um, in the future. What your life would look like. How would you feel if you had that life? 
If you can align that vibration of what you want with working in integrity and being willing to put the work in for it, there's no reason you can't have it. So use this energy wisely. Everybody, like, try to stay calm. Back up your electronics. Because, you know, there do tend to be issues with the way we communicate or, you know, machines that we use to communicate, your phones, all types of stuff. Just look out for that. But for the most part, stay positive. Be open to any feelings that come up, even if they're uncomfortable. Really take your time to slow down and kind of feel things. But also, keep your integrity about you. I hope everybody has a good week. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. Again, this is Illy Vish, and I'll see you on the flip side. What's going on, world? It's your boy Gemini Brown here, back with another episode of Novel Kicking Knowledge. Today, we'll be taking a look at this week's forecast, seeing what the stars have in store for us. So, let's get into it. As always, shout out to all the Pisces celebrating uh, birthdays this week. I hope everyone's been enjoying Pisces season. It is such a transformative and magical time. And, um, one thing, before we even get deep into it, one thing I do want to stress uh, with this energy, as I'm always stressing, meditation is key. But there are different forms of meditation. And uh, one form of meditation is creative visualization, where, you know, through, you know, control of the breath and opening of your imagination, you, you literally visualize everything that you want to uh, bring into your life. And uh, I find this to be a really profound technique and even more amplified uh, during Pisces season. So um, for those of you who struggle with meditation or think it's just you, you can't sit there and concentrate on just your breath, try to, you know, uh, create a visualization. Think about what it is that you want and allow yourself to get lost within that energy. Okay. Um, so this week, big week here, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, the first thing we'll talk about is Mercury retrograde, and it's that time, you know. Every every now and then we have the Mercury retrograde where communication gets a little warped, and uh, we kind of got to go in. The conscious mind, you know, really goes inward, and words don't matter as much. So Mercury will be going retrograde in the sign of Pisces and it it's not going to come out of Pisces it's going to go about from 16 degrees right back to you know uh, the 29th degree of Pisces and this will <clears throat> in total from retrograde through the shadow to being out the shadow uh, this will take us into airy season so um, yeah man you know this this retrograde in Pisces is going to be really significant. Uh, As always, you know, retrogrades aren't a time where we need to be spilling our souls to others and, you know, saying everything that's on our mind. It is a time for inward reflection, paying attention towards 
you know, things that don't involve words like body language, okay? And, you know, attitudes and, and things of that nature. And in Pisces, this is even more amplified. So for me, you know, with what I've been able to channel, I believe that this Mercury retrograde is going to force us to take a, a really important look at mental health, okay? And what things in our life are affecting our mental health for better or worse. As you know, it is Pisces season and Pisces season is a time to embrace your spirituality. It is a time where our illusions or self-deceptions are highlighted. And um, with this retrograde, it's gonna really show itself at a very subtle level. So at one point, for some of us, depending on what house this is occurring for you, mental health in others can be something that you notice. That's why I'm saying we're gonna have to really be perceptive here, being more, you know, emotionally or uh, spiritually in tune with our environment and those around us. You know, um, I know for myself, I've experienced uh, being around someone as they were going through a mental health, you know, breakdown. Symptoms were flaring up and it really does take a strong level of awareness and, and, and courage to confront someone and, you know, say, yo, you, you might need to go get this checked out. So I really think within ourselves and within others, mental health will be paying, playing a major role. So even we'll see within the new moon, there are going to be things that we got to be honest with ourselves about that really aren't working for us, you know? And the next thing with this, with this energy is that we'll be able to see how we hold ourselves back or we'll get to see the shadow side of others you know one shadow side of mercury is gossip so during don't be surprised if some of us are victims of gossip during this time if you you know someone gossips to you and you find out secrets about someone you know it all of this can you know come to head but through your you being very perceptive, you'll be able to see the bigger meaning behind that and how you can use that to further evolve or help and, and show compassion for others, okay? So, you know, not really a time where we're gonna be having these open dialogues or whatever, but just in very subtle ways, we'll be able to connect deeply with ourselves as well as others. So I just say seek to be more compassionate, okay? They're gonna, if someone's doing something that is out of character or you know, that's really irking you, look at it from a different lens and, and think to yourself and seek to understand why they're doing this. Like I said, it could be some type of mental health thing. They can be extremely stressed. And at the same time, that energy you know, can be present within yourself, okay? So we got Mercury going retrograde this week, and then the next day, we got a new moon in Pisces. And this is significant, why? Because this is the last new moon of this zodiac year. And I swear it feels like the, the full moon in Pisces was just last week. 
And before I forget, uh, this Mercury retrograde is gonna is gonna retrograde back to where Mercury was during the full moon. So things that have happened over the course of the last few weeks, you know, certain things can come back and evolve. And as always, other people will come back in things too. So always keep a eye out for that. But it'll be a very revealing time. But yeah, we just came off the full moon in Pisces and now we have a new moon in Pisces. And this is another chance to get deeper into our spiritual selves to, you know, um, improve upon our spiritual as well as artistic or imaginative abilities, a chance to be more compassionate. And wherever this is happening in your chart, whatever house it is, I think you should seek to bring more compassion there as well as your own spiritual identity. All right. So if it's in your seventh house and you yourself know that you've been utilizing uh, spirituality within yourself to, you know, make certain strides, uh, this, this will be a time where you'll feel the need to really share that with others. You know, you'll be feeling more confident uh, about that. If this is happening within your fourth house. You're going to start to feel some peace of mind within, you know, uh, your spiritual practices and, you know, uh, connecting with family members and things like that, having more compassion for them. So this is going to be a very, very interesting moon cycle because Pisces deals with the unconscious. It deals with secrets. So many, many things are going to arise. But on a personal level, in order to really channel this, this energy, like I said previously, the best thing to do is to do some type of ritual. Uh, just as I suggested before, uh, with the cutting cords ritual, I'll, I'll um, suggest another another ritual. This is really, really good. And I think anyone who's ever done this has seen results. It's called writing yourself a check, right? A new moon check. And you literally just like, and creatively, you could draw the check, right? And say, I, you know, make this amount out to myself or I will attract this amount of money to myself. You sign the check and you put it away from yourself and you literally just wait for things to manifest. Okay. It's a really simple but powerful thing. And like I said in the beginning of the video, creative visualization will help bring these things towards you, you know? So that's some food for thought. I really think you could do that. But any other type of ritual is going to help, you know, uh, start off the cycle really, really well. So it's about being creative, it's about being proactive. We got the sun sextiling Mars as well as Saturn. With Pisces energy, you can't really ask for any more support than that. We should be feeling, you know, quite focused. We should be feeling motivated. We have the energy to do so. But it's just about, it's about, at the same time, it's about understanding, you know, what, where you need to put your energy. You know, for myself, I know that since Mars has been in Taurus, I've had to adjust the intensity of my routines to make more time for solitude. You know, Pisces is the energy of that, of just, you know, sitting around, chilling, you know, recharging your battery, sleeping. 
And I definitely had to adjust to that. It wasn't my natural intent, but you, when you listen and you're in tune with yourself, you'll know like, okay, you know what? I'm not even going to push it. Matter of fact, I'm going to take a personal day to just do me and recharge my battery. So really, really focus on being in tune with yourself and uh, listen to your soul or your body's needs. But overall, there is motivation to do something, okay? So creatively get yourself going with some some type of ritual. Don't forget to make your goals about what you want, you know, to bring yourself. And like I said, I suggest uh, writing that new moon check as, uh, you know, this new this new year is on its way, okay? And as we go on, you know, we'll figure out what it is that we, what goals and how we're gonna attack them for the new moon in Aries, okay? But we're really just winding down right now, enjoying, you know, the, the spiritual essence of Pisces season. Uh, for others who have been very grounded, you can see things manifesting for yourself, so, you know, it's not really a time to be doing too much, really about just enjoying the vibes, being in tune with yourself and staying grounded. So this is my interpretation of this week's astrological forecast. If you haven't subscribed to my channel, feel free to do so. Until next time, peace.